Robert is from Cellcast. I called my mom and I said, I can't get the tractor. Turn off. <laughs> I've just finished taking a test on what's your seduction style. I have got to take that test. So we called the tractor guy. We said, okay, what do we do? He said, you have to crash it. My superpower is cuddles. That, that's awesome. <laughs> the Midas touch. Jim, Are you the Midas touch, too? I am. I have the Midas touch. <laughs> <laughs> I came so close to calling a hooker. I found a really large dead rat. I should have thrown him in the field, but I didn't want the dog to get to him. The fact that she's a real freak in the sheets and wants my youth bedroom said, <laughs> you know what? I'm donating it to Goodwill because I feel dirty. But unfortunately, then the maggots come. And I'll catch y'all later. And you continue that very know. sexy voice. Talk to you later. Nice to meet you. Bye. Ryan, you're totally embarrassing me. You said he had a very sexy voice. I did. Did you not think he heard you? <laughs> it was one of those things in passing. He, but he was standing right there. I gotta go. He's still here. <laughs> That's not awkward at all, huh? No. Come in, Bob. Come in. I think he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. Allison in the podcast, PointofViewWeekly.com. Okay. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Hulk. <laughs> me angry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good. It means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm no, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last you mean week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. So, uh, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. i got to find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex. More don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't hear anything <laughs> that should, either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. <laughs> Hayden right. Darkrest! Are you talking, Ryan? Bob! Bob! Got it, Bob! <laughs> this is awesome. I, Bob! It's so funny. Ryan comes in, like, at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling, <laughs> Bob! Yeah. And I realize that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Well, Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. Please, please, I turn know that camera's on. Turn it off. <laughs> Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your own laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Yes. Ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Sexy. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his boat. But he is Lovely. And these guys are Every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up doing porn. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? No, I don't. Because so. then we'd just be Mexico again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Why are you drawing a penis? penis don't say what side. it is. I'm sending it to Sue. Okay. <laughs> Where is Sue? <laughs> <Her> penis? <laughs> 
I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. <laughs> Not only do we have to be here on time, we have to wear clothes. You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop That's drinking I tried. tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is going to destroy the house. I'm going to have to move in with Bob because it's great lighting. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go for a jog. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products? <laughs> oh, wow. She's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. And she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this all time. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. <laughs> the the worst Live from the Potterfic Weekly Studios, which may or may not look anything like Fargo, North Dakota, it's the morning show that really isn't Point of View Weekly. Stress that it took us 22 minutes to get to the intro. Where's no. Bob? Bob! <laughs> Bobo, I swear. Sue is incredibly loud. I'm sorry. I will try to be quiet. She sounds like a phone She's going like, to have the whisper. She does. She's like a 900 number. Thank you, Ryan. <laughs> I smell real loud actually right now. How is it possible you married me and not Bob? He loves scripts. Well, I'm sorry, but I think Bob has some good ideas for keeping us on track. Oh, wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee. Oh my gosh, now I'm stressed out. <laughs> Listen to the sound of Ryan screaming like a little girl. This is Point of View Weekly. I came home and I had to get our lunches ready for tomorrow and our breakfast. We've got dead air. I'm like, I can't cook. I was not. I was looking at cutting the cord and right, morning dinner. What? No. You burnt dinner? I did. Wake up and smell the donuts, everybody. Welcome to Potter View. See, I did it again, even though I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Why are you doing Bob? I'm so there. sorry, Be your own woman. Wake up and smell the... <laughs> Hey everyone, and wait, that's the old introduction. Let's try that again. I'm sorry that was season two, a Bob. Oatmeal was my favorite breakfast treat, but I couldn't say oatmeal, so I called it oatmeal. Wake up and smell the oatmeal. Wake up and smell the bacon, everybody. You are just a constant presence, dear. Aw, not in the poltergeist kind of way. No, not in the poltergeist. Live, we all watched Jen finally die. Y'all called me, and it was fun. Jim, what are you doing? everything she owns on the floor. Wait, are we, oh, wait, you guys actually got quiet. I was expecting you to actually get quiet. <laughs> Bob, we're on a time limit. Bob's getting very grumpy. Don't grumpy. I'm not grumpy at all. I'm drinking. Oh, I wish that I was. Ooh, this would be a fun party. Do you want to get vanilla ice cream? I do. Not like even it. a topping? God, this explains so much. Well, I got two points. How much did everyone else get? I got three. I got one. I got a How do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? It's similar. They start with N? Is an article of clothing something that you can wear on your body? Yes. Then I say condom. I say if Bob can say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> Ray just says, nope, sorry, Bob. Hey, Ray, I thought you'd have my back. He doesn't even have the fruit. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's fracking cold here. I feel as though maybe you should be writing down the setup because every week we do this, you're like, now how do I do this again? Oh, Bob's oh, no. slowing down. Oh, he's he's slowing slow. down. We have everyone watching at the exact same time. It's a ginormous file. This is awesome. It's like Blu-ray quality. You know, I'm turning 30 this year, and I'm not getting any older. People had no interest in being my friend. Really? I mean, you can see out of his one good eye, he might make it. Are you confusing the owl with the prickly wizard? Oh, I thought you were talking about the McGorgasm thing that Bobby one time. The McGorgasm? That's hilarious. It's harder to say than my own. That's wicked funny. It's the only thing I haven't been able to figure out. We'll get work on that right after the McGangbang. C-O-M-E-J. Wake up and smell the freshly brewed coffee, Poovoinians. This is Point of View Weekly, the morning show yet not really morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I'm your host, Bob, and I am sitting here at the table of awesome with my closest of friends, starting out with my best friend forever, or also known as my Biffle, Ryan. Ryan, how's it going? I had some bad cheese this evening. Next question, please. <laughs> All right, and with that, the only woman on the face of the planet that could stand possibly being married to Ryan is Danielle. Danielle, how are you doing tonight? It's good, Bob. It's possible I gave him the bad cheese. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it reminds me of something I want to talk about with pickup lines and the West Wing, and I'm really disturbed by the two of you. Moving on, we also have our favorite Canadian, Scott. Scott, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing really well. I just had pizza, so that was <laughs> completely fine cheese. So, yeah. And then finally, we have our lovely producer, Sue. Sue, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. I just had ice cream with chocolate chunks and nocino poured over it, so I might be a little That tipsy. also sounds tasty. I have no idea what Nocino is. I believe you've explained it to me. I was going to say, what the heck is Nocino? (laughs) Did she say tipsy? Well, yeah. Oh, Oh, what did you think she said? I don't want to talk about it. Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. (laughs) Next question, please. Sue and her mom at the farm have been making booze out of walnuts, and now they're putting it on ice cream. So, yeah. Don't you remember? She had the Nocino when we were there. Was she drunk? No, I don't think we actually drank any because we weren't sure if it was gluten-free. That sounds like something. We didn't have any. You have to imagine the restraint I just showed to let Bob get through the whole intro. I thought I'd let him do it once every hundred. I know. The funny thing was, I was thinking to myself, I was like, is there a connection issue? Because everyone is being really, really quiet. I'm like, this is weird. And everyone took like a good like two or three seconds to respond. Mm -hmm. Like, oh no, what the heck's going on here? But thank you, Ryan. We're all being on our best behavior because tonight is our 100th episode of Point of View. That's insane. Crap, guys. (laughs) That is insane. How many years have we... It's three years? Has this been three years? Three years. Three years? Three years. All right, so we've done... 2012. I'm doing math in my head. We've done we've done at least seven special editions, ninety nine episodes, official episodes of the podcast. How many profiles are we up to, so? Two hundred seventeen coming up next week. And how many special editions do you have? Thirty. It's like thirty or forty something. 
<laughs> yeah. All right, so I'm doing math in my head here. So we're up to like what three fifty, and then mm-hmm. we've done like four hundred plus of these things. Because we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's kind of we're just interesting. That good. Uh, yeah, Spellcast only ran eighty episodes. So yeah, we, we this show's even far surpassed my old show. I honestly can't believe we made a hundred episodes because I remember one day Ryan came up to me after he had an epiphany after I sent him the same idea about a month earlier, but it's okay. Ryan had an epiphany mm-hmm. to do this show. It would be just Ryan, Jen, and myself. It was just going to be the three of us. Mm-hmm. And we were just going to talk about, shoot the shit. And that's what it's going to be about. There's going to be no topics. It's just be like fun, whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm desperate to podcast. Let's do it. Cause I was that's listening totally to the old Puffwa, um, season three recap yeah. that will be done sometime in the next millennium. <clears throat> Eventually. Yeah. But the thing I, the thing I loved about it was that, which started out, first off, when you came up with the idea, I was like, okay, if we're lucky, I think even Jen and I had a conversation about this. If we're lucky, this will last like a couple of weeks. And it's interesting <laughs> that it has gone a hundred episodes. And what I love also about it is how it, it, it is the fam, the, 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 the point of view weekly family of hosts extended to not only Sue, Sue joined pretty early. Sue joined before things started. So that was good. Right. And right. we needed a lovely producer. Well, cause Sue was doing Pyrofic weekly at the time. I mean, the overextend right. then the more we're talking to her, we're like, it's like one of those things where it's like, I wish we had someone like Sue on the podcast. It's like, why don't we just actually have Sue on the podcast? Would that be faster? <laughs> so, so that worked out. Yeah. Then we like, what, by episode seven or eight, I realized that Danielle made Ryan shut up more. Not to mention she had a lot to do with the podcast. Oh, I think it was later than that. So I, I think it was, you were like in the well, set, were you in the first seat year of the show? No, I don't, I don't Like you did some. So. But, you know, because I was thinking, because you were drunk in the 20s and you weren't on the show yet. So you might have been... Oh, it was on coming this year, drunk on episode 6. Was it 6? Or maybe it was... It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. Well, you know what the thing is? It's weird. When you do the other part, like when you look at, especially Pyrofic Weekly, we could judge the time, how much time is going by, because there were almost like, you know, like ages to the show. There was, like, the classic shows with Jen and Rena and Lady Chi. Then there was, like, that middle group where we had, like, all the peons come on. Then there was that last group where everyone kind of moved up and everyone was a host. But you could tell, like, how long a year went. Why are we laughing at me? What I do? I don't know. I don't know either. I'm just, I'm just laughing about how like, like everyone became a Everybody gets to be a host in the last season. I mean, everyone. death roll a host in the last season. You sound like, um, like in the Incredibles and it's like, and when everyone is Super. Nobody is. Right. <laughs> it's like when we're all hosts. Oh, in the last episode, I made death roll a host. I made every because I was leaving in four hours. I was like a president on his last day. You didn't care. You're pardoning yeah, everybody. Yeah, I was. Make, I was giving you like the. I made him secretary of state with my last hours of office. But it was interesting because you could tell. Okay, we've done four fix. It must have been a year. Then we've done twelve fix. It must have been another year because we did them much faster after that. But with this show, it's kind of weird because we don't really have benchmarks for a season. There's not like we're doing this this year. There's been the auras obviously and there's been some things, but it's basically just episodic stuff. So the weird thing for me is thinking back going, Jen's daughter Emma was not born when we started. That right. she, Emma is yeah. kind of the barometer. She just had Lee or or she just had Emma like not that far in or something. Because in episode two she, had she was not as pregnant. Uh, 
and in episode five, she had been out the week before because she thought she was having the baby, and then she came back from maternity leave, and Ryan gives her a bad time because most people go on maternity leave and actually, you know, have stay baby. gone, but since she didn't have the baby, she came back. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, so and now they're like giants. If you look at the pictures, I know. Of yeah, I know those kids are huge. So I think what the podcast actually became is it's almost like these are the days of our lives. <laughs> like you can look at it and it's just it's something present in the background, but it's, it's not family something. camp. Yeah, but it's not. It, this is like our lives. This is our lives. This isn't us, you know, trying to do a thing, or this isn't us trying to entertain, you know, by reading a book every single week and telling you about it. It's not like you're here for the book. You're almost here just for the group. Which I think is, yeah. is pretty cool. Well, that was the original point of this, was to get you guys yeah. back and do the talking about your lives kind of stuff that you were enjoying listening to in mm. classic Clifwa. And I want to share this, too. I get a, I'm at work today, and I've got about 10 minutes before I'm leaving work, and I get a text message, and it's an unknown number, and it's like, Ryan, is that you? I'm like, who the hell is... was it me. I'm like, it's Comcast. <laughs> they found me. It's because I, I really bad mouthed them a lot in episode 99. And I'm like, yeah, who's this? He's like, it's Phil. Remember Phil? Yay, Phil! Phil was oh, on the wow. podcast so cool. eight years ago. He was the one that founded Harry doing Petrificus Totalis in the shower. Beautifully put, Ryan. And I think he mm-hmm. was the bad guy in a fic we did in season three. But Phil was like the <laughs> staple of the early episodes. <laughs> I just- Phil found there was the really fun episode where he did Phil from the future. Yes, yes. Be there, but yeah, he recorded yes. little bits they yeah. stuck that's in. That's what I was going to say. I always remember that. How he was like, yes, yes, that's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. So I'm talking to him. Today. I was so excited to hear from him. And, and Phil's deal was Phil um, was traveling overseas when we were doing After the End, when it first started, in our first batch of episodes. And he loved the story, and he was away from his family, missed his family, and he just, I think he had just nights free for, like, weeks and weeks while he was on this project for work. So he contacted us, and we brought him on for a few episodes, and it, like, made his entire trip. Absolutely. And then he got home, and he had kids, and, he, and his family was growing. There are many children. Like, like, like I was telling him today. Like, yeah, we, we, he yeah. adopted a bunch. Well, I said this. Well, I, I, I believe he may have adopted one, but I believe he breeds like a rabbit. Is what we determined. Oh. Phil does. So Phil has has wow. this whole whole cluster of kids. So he gets home, and he's he's distracted. Then he goes on assignment again, and he's back. So we put him on for more episodes. And I haven't talked to him in, in years. So, uh, so the interesting thing for me today is. Like, do you remember years ago, like, when you graduated from middle school and you went to high school and maybe you went to a different town, you lost track of everybody until Facebook came around and you didn't know where anyone was and and you meet up and everyone has kids and is married and gained 100 pounds, lost 100 pounds. It's weird because we really don't have that anymore because everyone's on social media. So you know where everyone is all the time. You know what's going on. You know who had kids. So it's weird to meet someone that you haven't talked to in years. And I was, I gave him a call when I was driving home today. Thank you very much. And I'm like, oh yeah, Jen's still around. Jen had two kids and, and you know, she's around. She's doing great. Do you remember Sue? He's like, no, I don't think I met Sue yet. I'm like, Sue no, came. we didn't know each other. Yeah, so like oh. Sue came on doing Melinda's list and she didn't even know how to post. And now she's the general manager of the damn thing. So like I, it was really fun to reconnect with someone because you don't do that very much because everyone's on social media. You don't miss anybody because everyone's right there. So it's just really cool. So I'm in this really big nostalgic puffle mood from eight years ago because Bill popped up today, which I thought was great. And he actually listened to episode 99 and shares with me um, hatred for Comcast, which I found. <laughs> oh, nice. very cool. So um, He does. was last active on the forum in August 29th, so 
in 2012. Okay, because that was the I think he dropped in to show off a picture. Yes. Of he bought a new house, I believe. Kiddo. Yeah, he bought a new house because what's happening is the brood is getting significantly larger, so they need wow. more space. So, poor Phil. And, 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 <laughs> Phil, and Phil has a teenage daughter, so I'm like, Phil, what, what's it going to be like? Because I'm going to have a teenage daughter probably the next time we speak. He's like, I don't even want to tell you. You're going to find Aww. out by yourself. And he sounded afraid. I won't forget that. He sounded fearful. So, we have that. Not all teenage girls are terrible. Yeah. Well, you were not. And I think there was one in Indiana once who wasn't. And, yeah. So. But, I, like, I, I think that's... I'm covering his bases right now. There's an Indiana who's, who's, I think, was very pleasant mm-hmm. for parents. So, yeah. So, and we went down the list, and he's asking about Kate and Mac and all the people from the early days and Julia and, and everyone who started the place. So. And Melinda. Melinda. Those of us who know him. Melinda. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Melinda. Melinda. Chad with Melinda today. Goodbye, everybody. I did have a funny story for Melinda just real fast. Melinda is going to be attending the shower that we also invited Bob to. Bob has an RSVP yet, so I'm not sure if he's going to make it. So Melinda said, am I going to be the only Pufuanian there? And I said, unfortunately, you're the only Pufuanian who can make it because of, you know, great distances and whatever. But I'm like, don't worry. We're having a great group of people. You know, it's going to be a lot of fun. She's like, oh, I'll just walk up to people and introduce myself. Don't worry about me. I'm like, I will pay you if you walk up to someone, anyone, and just say, hi, I'm Melinda Leo. Perhaps you've heard of me. Because <laughs> no one knows what the hell fan fiction is here. No, Melinda. they don't. So I think that would be fantastic if she does. I don't even know a podcast. Or... They don't. So, really? Don't. That would be funny. You know. <laughs> is she bringing Leo? She's not. No. I asked her to. She won't. I don't blame her. <laughs> that would take over. I don't blame her. She would suck you know all many, the oxygen. Do you know how many, like, pregnancy cracks I'd have to put up with at that point? Do you know how much alcohol we yeah. have to buy? We do it all up by, like... Hi, I'm Leo. Here's the beers. Can I have one? Yeah. Oh, he's great. So, so that was my nostalgic performance that we ran into film. I mean, when we had dinner with Melinda and Leo when Sue was here, the waitress comes over and gets the order, and she's like, well, now that you're all here, I'll put the bread in the oven. And Leo's like, hey, she's got bread in the oven, too. And he's at me, I'm like, thanks, Leo. And he's like, oh, you get it? I'm like, we got thanks, it. Leo. Thanks for <laughs> shouting that across the entire restaurant. That was nice of you. I think the sous chef didn't know I was oh, so. Excuse me. I stopped yeah. scratching my house! Oh, damn cats. Damn cats. I apologize. <laughs> Ordinarily, I would end up that house. The kitties are already feeling the impending baby. They are. They are. This is bad. Could be. No, well, they, just, no, they scratch our shit anyway. I mean, Don't just, scratch that. It's mainly Stop tough. it. No! Stop that! No! Stop it! Stop it! I'm tied to an earbuds. <laughs> I can't get up. Oh, I forgot I didn't have so Bluetooth funny. on this morning. So it's just I can only imagine how Point of View Weekly in the beginning would have been as if Ryan had had cats then. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. Oh, wow. Mr. Don't Make Sound, Mr. Don't Breathe. Sue, your, your heartbeat is a little too high. Did you take your medicine? I guess? Danielle, Danielle don't, don't do anything because any sound you make is going to be We were banging the pots on purpose. Can I just ask one last question and then I'll shut up for at least six minutes? Huh. This is for Bob too. You know how we all time you. Okay. You know how we always hear from our parents, you know, I wasn't around when computers first came out, so I'm a little slow. I don't get it. You have to be you're slow with me. And I always thought to myself, Well, this is great. 
because I learned on computers, so I'm going to be a hip 95-year-old on Twitter <laughs> oh, yeah. because I know how everything works. So of course, after saying to Phil, isn't you know social media kind of not a good thing because we miss moments like this where people can reconnect, you know, and sometimes it's a little too much of a good thing. The first thing I did was say, will you please join social media? So we can stay in touch. I completely reverse myself. And he's like, I actually don't do social media. I have a LinkedIn page, if that helps. LinkedIn is like a 24-year-old picture of me on there. I'm like, that doesn't help me. That doesn't help me. So I'm like, well, why don't you join Facebook? Because then you can monitor your children there. So it can be like a parenting thing. He's like, kids don't use Facebook. They use like... Insta crap or Snapchat, Snapchat, Snapchat Instagram, something. Yeah. yeah. Like, so they've moved on. Here's the thing. I don't know how to use Snapchat. I think. Didn't you? You don't really have I, no use. Didn't you use for, you a don't have no use for Snapchat. Yeah, I don't even think that you would care. But this is the thing. I always thought I was going to be the hip 90 year old using words like hip. I don't think I'm going to, I'm going to still be on Facebook. Ryan, I hate to break it to you, but I'm, you already are the 80 year old who's just. Like, I just got that. Like 4.30 this afternoon. <laughs> Phil, if you're listening, I was fine till you tested me, buddy. Yeah, I guess that did suck. You know how, like, really old people drink coffee with every meal? I do that, too. Yeah, I know. Was that your point? Ryan is secretly a 90-year-old. <laughs> they go to the early bird special. No, oh, like, dude, you know, that means I'm, like, 140. So they eat dinner early, and what do they have with it? A nice cup of joe. Mm-hmm. Danielle, I did a little research. Mm-hmm. So I sent you that link about the Goonies house. Yeah. This year was the 20-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. I think it was 20 years. So in June, around the time of the 20-year anniversary, 12,000 to 15,000 people visited the house oh. during the month of June. Jeez. They're getting over 1,000 visitors a day. Wow. And oh it wouldn't be a big deal, but people are assholes. Oh, what are they and doing? so they're actually going up on the porch. They're looking in windows. When they're asked to leave, they refuse. Oh they've offered God. to fight the owner of the house when they've been asked to leave. That's horrible. So they have had enough. They have tarped the house, and they are posting that it is completely off limits and that they are no longer open to the public. You know, see, it's that's a public a road. Yep. I know. It's a shame because, you know, people have no respect that this is a, someone's home and this private property. Like, I mean, because they were really generous before by saying, we don't mind if you come up our driveway and take pictures, but just please keep your distance, which is totally respect. Right. Which is totally fine. And that's what we did. Yeah. And I think that that in and of itself is very generous to just allow strangers to come up and take a picture and whatever. Mm-hmm. But I mean, really, like the nerve of people to go onto their deck and look into their windows, that's awful. I, I don't blame yeah. them. I don't blame them. I would tarp the house too. I don't blame them either. And to have somebody say, I'm going to beat you up because you've asked me to leave your property. It's like, it's private property. This is how private property works. Like, if you don't want somebody in your house, you kick them out. It's such the mentality that we now have is, I can do anything I want and you can't stop me. And that's just, it just makes me sad. Entitlement. Yep. Of that, now this iconic treasure... That brings in a ton of people for the little town of Astoria. Yep. Is now being closed down. And these people are having to live with tarps on there. I was going to say, and the people yeah, are being painted. They're being surrounded by blue tarps, so they can't even enjoy yeah. the beautiful view that is out of their windows. Because it is a I, really nice view. 
Oh, yeah. It's very sad. But I can't believe, I mean, a thousand people a day. That's a lot of people trumping through your area. A similar thing, um, I mean, similar things happen with other filming locations, but I guess another pretty serious problem happened with a house that was used for filming in um, Breaking Bad. I never watched Breaking Bad, but one of my friends really likes it, and I guess there's a scene with this house where, like, pizza gets thrown on the roof. And it's a real house. It's in, like, New Mexico or somewhere, and it's owned by, like, an elderly couple. They're not, you know, they're older. They they just want their privacy and to be left alone. And people, crazy fans, show up and throw pizza on their roof. And it's like, really? Like, this is stupid. Like, I get that you like a TV show and you're into it, and we visited the Goonies house because it was fun, but... Mm-hmm. Like, we kept our distance. We just wanted to take a few pictures, you know, and, and left. And I can't imagine being so disrespectful of someone's property that I would throw food at their house. Like, come on. I just, I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, uh, just stop and think, people. Would you like somebody doing that to you? Oh, well, I think people never, people never think that way. It's like Bob said, no. the entitlement is just so awful. It's like, oh, oh well, I can do whatever I want. People think of it that way. They think of it as if it's a studio or a prop or a set that somebody built. It doesn't click for people that this is a person's house. This is a real family's house. They live here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Ryan's texting me because he's not talking because you guys gave him six minutes. (laughs) There we go. So he's not talking. He wants me to bring up the example of Amy and Rory's house from Doctor Who, because I guess that's another house that gets a lot of visitors. But Well, and wasn't there the one, when you guys were on the tour, that people were leaving little black boxes? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's Amy and Rory's and house. Yeah. Speaking people out? Yeah. Well, I guess on that topic, and since I don't think it's going to actually happen, I'll share this. My brother had a note on his garage door the other day from the TV show Grimm mm-hmm. saying that they were scouting locations and that they liked his house and would like to talk to him about actually filming there. Oh, but cool. they were supposed to go at 8.30 in the morning and they never showed up, so I'm oh. going to guess that it's not going to actually happen. It's kind of cool. I took mm-hmm. a picture of the letter. I can't put it up, though, because it's got oh, yeah. and stuff on oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think that would- very nice right. of me. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> Talk about <bad>. entitled. <laughs> That's cool, though, that yeah, they were totally. thinking about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And you said if, yeah. if they came, he was going to try and point them to your farm as well? Just in yeah, case. he thought that our farm would be a better location. Well, but, see, now that I see how people treat homes that earn, I, w- yeah. I would probably say no. I'd be like, I don't care how much money you're going to give me because then I'll have stupid people showing up at my house when I don't want them to. And I'd be like, no, I just want my peace and quiet. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'd have to upgrade the sign on the gate that says yeah. dog." I know. I was gonna say you'd have to train uh, your dog to be six minutes. That was six minutes. In case you're wondering, <sighs> you know, you you were the only one who put that limitation on yourself. I know. I, well, I was but. trying to mime that to Danielle, but she wasn't here. He's like miming me, like he's holding up five fingers plus one, and I'm like, what? What do you? Why? <laughs> why are you showing me the number six? I don't get it. Now, let me see if I can make a Ryan comment here. Ooh, the Mary Tyler Moore house. Also, same thing happened. People kept coming to the house. The homeowners got annoyed. So they put up a giant impeached Nixon sticker in Mary's window, and they had to move her character. It was very sad. It's just like, I don't know. I get being a super fan. We're all super fans of one thing or another, but 
Well, we did that when we were in um, the UK. We went to Sarah Jane's house. The house was used for filming there, and but, no but, one ran up along. Well, we like stood across the street. We from did, it. but mm-hmm. we got to see that. But how many people you think would? I know. It's just I don't know. Run in, look for the car, or do something. Like that. I don't understand people. Yeah. Just, and and oh, wow. the people that do that ruin it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. On a good note, though, I have a story from Ryan. Because, oh, guys, this is about the kids in the safe. No. Okay. No. Go ahead, Scott. I was going to say, I wouldn't necessarily want to run up and go look in the grounds uh-uh. of some place that uh, they use, because they're not going to keep it the same as the show. So it's not like you actually get to walk on and see, oh, that's where there's the TARDIS sitting there, or that's the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang or whatever. The people who live there don't keep all the props from the show. Right, exactly. So they kind of ruin the illusion. Yes, they do. what it really looks like. They do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. It depends on the person. Yes. Not everybody's going to do up their house like the movie it was in. Yeah. All right, Sue, what do you got for me? Did you hear about the animal shelter in Texas that had to close early? you got to give me more than that, Sue. <laughs> so, apparently, over the weekend was a national adopt-a-pet thing that they did, and I guess the pets were either reduced price or free. Okay. And there was an animal shelter in Texas that literally had to close their doors because they homed every animal they had. Oh, that's a great story. Uh-huh. See that? See, see that is a good story. <laughs> that is uplifting. We were recording to tell that story. It's uplifting. It's a story that it's we are a, not talking. It's about. empowering. Sue's the one who's like, you know, as you're getting ready, psyched to start your podcast. Sue's like, by the way, fifteen thousand children died just yesterday from malnutrition. Aww. Okay, there you go. Let's go in three, two, one. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about yeah. fires, but maybe we should. But they said that, you know, I thought, oh, great. They just gave these animals out to every crazy person that showed up and wanted an animal. But they really vetted people. They said they oh, worked right. really hard to make sure that they were matched with an animal that was suitable. So That's it good. sounded like it was a really neat thing. I know. Well, we had a background and check. They got before, yes. before we all got of the animals. Yeah. We had a background check and we had to have references before oh, we, we could get our cats. Well, otherwise, what's mm-hmm. the point? I yeah. mean, they rescue right. them from a bad situation. Why put them in another? Yeah. You can't put them back in another. You know, it's always weird when, like, the person who you give as a reference is stranger than you are. Like, I never know how to handle what? that. Like, every once in a while. Like, a friend of mine, who we all know and love, recently asked me to be a reference for him. And I'm like, absolutely. Then I'm like, now, when they call, do you want me to tell the truth? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Once in a while, you know, you might get them in trouble if you actually tell everything. Are you talking about something like you meant on the internet? On the internet, uh, perhaps. I'm half joking because I would have, of course, given up. I've thought about that because I've actually, uh, like, when applying for a job, like, mm-hmm. I've put Heidi down as, like, an actual reference. Because mm-hmm. it's like, yes, I was actually a part of this nonprofit organization that had me produce them a podcast. Yep. And it's like, they can prove that I do all these things. So I think in that context, are you just like talking about character reference? Or? Yeah, you're like character reference. Okay. It's yeah. always a little... It is always strange, troubling. though, like when someone wants... I don't know. Yes. You feel like... You've got to feel the pressure to like to only say good things, but at the it's same like time... It's like the person calls, run. Run now. Honest. It's just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened. I gave you such a good interview. I gave you a great review. Exactly. All right, so we're going to do tonight, we've got our well, best moments of Pofa. Is that right? 
Well, I think Bob had there a few other, other shoot the shit, shit topics, yeah. Ryan. I am trying to avoid the Star Wars. Star Wars. The Star Wars is coming. Oh, Danielle and I had a Star Wars moment. Huh? I really Star Wars Danielle and I just had a Star Wars moment, and this is the only thing I can contribute to Star Wars because I don't know what Naboo is. But I want to share this. I recently, as part of our continuing cut the cord thing, not the umbilical, the other one, the one from the cable company, Danielle and I watched a couple episodes of a show on Amazon Prime called Catastrophe, which is a very well-written, well-acted show. It's it's very, very funny. And it's about an American who goes to London and meets a Londoner. They have sex many times on pizza. She's Irish, living in London. And uh, a month later, you know, she finds out that uh, something fun is going to happen in their lives. So at one point, his mother calls, mm-hmm. and the mother comes on screen, and I'm like, wait a minute. And Danielle's like, wait a minute. Is that? I'm like, that is. Yeah. Should we tell people who it was? All right. It was Carrie Fisher. Now, I understand she hasn't aged super well, but I'm looking at her, and I'm like, wait a minute. She's going to be in the new Star Wars movie. And I'm like, she looks awful. Like, I, I don't know. How, how long ago is this movie? No, the show, when, when was the show made? Very recently. Recently. This is a recent show on, um, was it Amazon Prime? Is that? Yeah, I'm, I'm broadcasting Ryan's live from the kitchen like, sink. Ryan's breaking, Ryan's breaking his own rules because he, he rules went to go get a glass of water. Oh. It's on Amazon Prime, but it was an ITV series that's being simulcast in America. Season two coming soon. But I'm looking and I'm like, this woman looks familiar. But, like, I couldn't place her right away. That's how long it took me. Although the same thing happened when we were watching Chuck. This would have been years ago. Like, when was the finale of Chuck? Uh, like, four years ago. And in the last season of the show, like, Mark Hamill is in one episode. And I watched for, like, a good five minutes before I was finally like, oh, my God, it's Mark Hamill. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Harrison Ford is the only one who's instantly recognizable still. <laughs> Yeah. And that's just because he's been in more things in front of the camera but he still looks through that decent. time, so you know what no. he looks like now. But he looks decent yeah. still. That's all I have. When you've seen the actual picture. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Like, Mark Hamill actually looks, yeah. yeah, Mark Hamill looks fine now. I was just like, hey, yeah. Harry Fisher, after years of drug addiction, yeah. doesn't look all that much the yeah. same. Not to be judgmental of, of Carrie Fisher, but yeah, it's be interesting to see how well the makeup is done in, in, uh. Well, yeah, and I mean, she admits she was, well, she was freaking high as a kite during Empire Strikes Back. She's like, I don't remember filming most of that movie, but, um, I, yeah, uh, I just, I, I honestly thought it was somebody else. I couldn't think of who it was, but I was like, wait. And then the voice got to me. Well, we went through this with Star Trek, too, because, you know, as Dr. McCoy lost weight, DeForest Kelly yeah. lost weight over the movies, James Dewan and William Shatner. You can do it, yeah. You know, oh, it. Yeah. He found something. They found, they found the weight. Okay. Oh, well, I, I thought Paul was, like, looking for his car. He found it. <laughs> Whereas George oh, Takei and Michelle Nichols kind of look the same. Right. And Walter Koenig, they all end up looking kind of the same. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't want the Walter Koenig um, earrings, by the way? No. Okay. So, anyway. <laughs> so, D23 was this week, and they had some big announcements. We'll save the big one for last. Okay. But a couple of things. We'll start with actual Episode 7 news. They released, a, uh, they released some interesting information on Kylo Ren. Like where his last name comes from, and it becomes, it's actually like a title, kind of like Darth Vader. Like Darth is a title. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that he, that he's affiliated with a group known as the Knights of Ren. So that sounds really interesting. It's a different force users that aren't Sith. Um, but then they also did some stuff. I think some stuff on Captain Phasma. I can't remember her name, but so but there wasn't. Oh, Bob, you're you're breaking up a little bit here. Um, hmm. Just wait a second, see if it clears. Oh, God. Uh, you're so- for anybody else. You just sound a little. Yeah, you do yeah. sound a little fuzzy. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah, Scott and Sue sound really fuzzy to me too. Okay, let's wait a second. Not here. The We're being fuzzy. It's our warm fuzzies for our hundredth anniversary. I know Sue sounds bad. Yeah, I think it's just a relay for you guys. You guys sound fine to everyone, and all the other ones of us sound fuzzy. All right, let's just give it a second here. And see Wi-Fi? Fuzzy Wuzzy was a bear. Fuzzy Wuzzy has no hair. Oh, wait, that's no, not Wuzzy hair. Wuzzy apparently was it. Well, now Bob. Fuzzy Wuzzy apparently was Ryan and Danielle's internet connection. Bob sounds like he's coming out of it yes. now. Okay, sounds like one, too. Sue, write down 41-minute mark. <laughs> so I'll remember where that was. Got it. Okay. Okay. But I'm editing, so I left it in, because I think it's funny. Uh-huh. Scott, can you say something? Okay, I can try and say a few things. Yeah, Scott sounds totally normal to me. Yeah, yeah Scott, Scott, sounds, Scott sounds okay now. Bob sounds okay, Sue, say something. Say something, Sue. Sue is saying something. You sound like you're on the phone. Very yeah. Sad. It's Sue. Oh. Sad, Sue. Well, I mean, Sue does have the weakest internet connection, so it could just be... You are the weakest link. Let's just, Bob, sorry again, and we'll just try it. Keep going. Okay. I won't talk. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the Star Wars people. We found out stuff about Kylo Ren, and you weren't sure if we found out things about the other ones? Your- yes, Mom, I do see the random moving thing. There we go. Thank you. It's funny. The parentals, like, whenever they go somewhere, they leave, like, a note. She feels the need to, like, move it back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, so I, like, see it. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. I'm like, so it's just like this random paper just went back and forth, back and forth. It just makes that odd scratching noise. But anyway. Okay. Uh, yes, Scott. One of the interesting parts was is that it seems like the reveal of the first poster for the episode 7 movie is that John Boyega's character, uh, what's his name? I forget the name at the moment. Ah, crap. Mm-hmm. I know who you're referring to, yeah. but yeah. Danielle, help me here. Uh, Finn, Finn, Finn. Uh, Finn, That's right. uh, apparently is a force sensitive character because in the poster he is wielding a blue lightsaber. Ah. So oh, cool. Yeah. And that's so, the guy who's so dressed as a stormtrooper in the trailer. Yeah. Ah. The, uh, yeah. So, hmm, what's going on there? What's going with that. And they also, in the, in their, their panel, they reference the reason they haven't released the last names for Finn and for Ray, the young woman, mm-hmm. uh, is that more than likely they're, they're significant last names. Oh. Whether they're not, they're like Skywalker and Solo, we don't know. Interesting. They are significant names. But, uh, so that's cool. So we now know that Finn is more than likely going to end up being some kind of Jedi. Some Jedi, okay. Also, just out of curiosity, this isn't official news, but there was a leaked image of Luke Skywalker, uh, of Mark Hamill. Did you see that at all? No, where did you see that? I haven't seen it. I oh, no, it. I haven't seen it. I didn't, I didn't want to see it, see it, but I was told about it, so I was like, this is what I know. Apparently, he's wearing, like, all white Jedi robes, and he looks badass. Um, I think I did see like, that. Cool. 
Did you see that, Scott? Okay. So, like, kind of like how Obi-Wan had the white Jedi robes? Or no, like, my understanding is, like, the, even the over-robe was oh. light. Like, yeah. Okay. So that sounds kind of... Like I wouldn't say it, it's not, like, a bleached white suit, but it's it's all the, it's all the white neutral okay. color instead of being dark brown. Okay. Wow. It's like, I'm super so light. Kind of interesting. Jedi. Yeah. So, yeah. So that'd be kind of cool to see what he ends up wearing in the final movie. Um, super, super, super stoked about Rogue One. They released a cast photo of the cast, and there's a bunch of really cool people in it. The only person who I really knew and was excited about, and he's going to be playing like a CG character, and that's Alan Tudyk. Oh! Yep. We all know from, we love uh, him. Firefly. Yeah. Yeah. I just got so, um, this weekend, I think I got a little notification from him about that because... I supported that um, con man series that they're putting together. And one of the things that you could do is get together with them on this app called Hang With. And basically, whenever you want to stream something to, you can have a group of people who have access to your private streams or whatever. And you can send out a little video from wherever you are with your phone. And he sent one from his trailer in London, and he said, yeah, hi guys, I'm in London, the reason I haven't said anything on this for months is because I've been shooting Star Wars, and I've <laughs> now been able to tell you about that. Nice. <laughs> so, yeah. Fun. It looks much, much darker than normal Star Wars stuff. I'm super stoked about it, because I think it's going to be... It plays like the Star Wars universe, but it's to the, um, the yeah, original it's a direct prequel trilogy. that was for... Yeah, because it's basically the story of how did they get the Death Star. The Death Star plans. The first Death Star. As I mentioned, I think, in a previous episode, I thought it was potentially the second Death Star plans, and who wants to watch a movie about a bunch of Bothans? I was just going to say that. (laughs) We're finally going to learn who the Bothans are. Who are the Bothans? Wrong group of of people. It's like such Um, a dramatic line. Many Bothans died, and you're like, who are they? You're like, I don't know who they are. We learned that in the Expanded Universe, but that's no longer canon. Well, yeah, because when when New Hope starts, Princess Leia's got the plans, but we're like... Yeah, she just has them, so we don't know where mm-hmm. they're from. I'm, su- I'm super stoked to see a heist movie set in the Star Wars universe. My honest hope is that there are no Force users in that movie. Come on. Uh, well, there might not be, because <laughs> Luke hasn't learned yet, and Luke wouldn't be in that movie anyway. He'd still be on Tatooine. True. I mean, there could potentially be Force mm-hmm. users, not necessarily Yeah, Jedi. Yeah. That's true. Uh, That's true. My good friend Lucas, who I'm going to be hanging out with later playing D&D and stuff, he's a huge Star Wars fan, and he made the point... um, I'm going to try to bring this up because I really want to uh, get his name right, but there is a person... on. Where is the stupid cast photo? There we go. Um, He's a... Uh, what's his name? I feel horrible. Oh, Donnie Yen. There we go. Mm -hmm. Um, He's done a lot of martial arts movies. Uh, like there was like a really famous fight scene between him and uh, another really famous martial arts guy. I can't. Think of <laughs> I am so ill prepared for this. Oh, but anyway, <laughs> it just like his argument was: Why would you bring in somebody who's like a special martial artist and not give them a lightsaber? Mm. I don't know. It should be interesting because there. I mean, I guess there are the Terracossi masters, but I don't know if that's necessarily canon anymore. I don't know. But anyway, Rogue One, he might just be the guy who needs to fit in the suitcase or whatever to well, in the, get into. In the photo, like, they appear to be in some kind of, like, I don't know, hangar or something with a ton of equipment. Is that the picture you're looking at? 
Yeah, I'm looking at the, the cast photo at the moment. So, I mean, he's holding he's holding some kind of weapon, though, that guy. Yeah, that's that's what I was saying. Maybe let's say did like some kind of Terracossi, because that's like the Star Wars mm. martial arts. Um, yeah. So, but the Insane. most amazing bit of information to come out of D23 or D24 or whatever number it is, is that Disneyland and Disney World will both be getting 44-acre expansions for Star Wars Land. Where so that, are they going to mm-hmm. Was it 44 or 14? They're, it 14. I heard 14. He might, he might be combining both. That, just, that, the, yeah, the issue, well, the, the thing is, it's, um, if you've been there, it's, um, Disney Hollywood Studios has been over the last year essentially shutting down one ride after another, after another, after another, and the talk is that they're going to come in and do a, um, Toy Story Land and the Star Wars Land. That's been what's essentially, um, <laughs> been presumed. And if you go to Hollywood Studios, I'm not sure about Disneyland, but if you go to Hollywood Studios now, they have, uh, Star Tours. Mm-hmm. It's a Star Wars ride that's already in operation. Yep. Then they have an outdoor thing where kids can practice. Yeah, the kids can like be recruited to learn the Force, and right. they get to fight Darth Vader. And I like the one little kid on the video who just oh, yeah. joined the dark side. It's good way. stuff. Yeah, but um, I join. That was yeah. it. And the thing that's been a little concerning for people is that modern day Disney tends to be very, very, very slow updating stuff. Like they, yeah. they they're still putting in Avatar Land and Animal Kingdom, and no one even liked the movie. It's been like eight oh, years. People like them. Well, it was the number one grossing movie of all time, but when was the last time you heard someone mention Avatar? It's oh, not yeah. like Harry Potter. It was people went to see it because it had well, great special effects. It's supposedly it. a trilogy, and they're yes. working on the next two movies. And that's what's going to happen. Number two oh. will come out around the time. Well, then just blame Avatar James Cameron. He's just slow. I'll just blame James Cameron. So, But the thing with Disney World is that when Disney World came into effect, they, put it in, they basically own the town. They own the local government so they can approve things very quickly so they can get stuff in faster than Universal, and they're just ridiculously slow. So everyone was watching this trying to see, would it be like Diagon Alley? Would it be like an experience where you're just on a Star Wars planet and you're, it's fully encompassing? Or is it going to be like three rides and a restaurant? Yeah, and like five gift shops. <laughs> exactly. So that's what, Yeah, right. <clears throat> I was say, apparently it, it, they're really modeling this after the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, that it is an immersive experience. Like, there will be no, like, Disneyland, Mickey Mouse ears tags with people's names on it. Right. Like, really? It's all in-universe. Right, and what they're doing is... So, you know, people will be dressed as aliens, and yeah. the restaurant will be the cantina, and things right. like that. And if you remember, right. Diagon Alley did a really good job of this. You, could, there were, you couldn't buy Coke in Diagon Alley. Like, if you actually... No, you had to buy Harry Potter. And I think they actually had, like, Ken's dressing or something, but oh, they yeah, had to make yeah. certain allowances. But every if you buy a drink in Star Wars Land, it's going to be a Star Wars-themed drink. You're not going to be able to buy pouring right. water. You're not going to be able to buy whatever they sell. Oh, you have that blue milk. Right. So now they're all trying to figure out like what they're going to rip down. They think like, the Muppets are going to rip. Be the Muppets down. are going to be gone. They'll be gone. They'll probably rip down like the Hollywood area, and they're probably going to take out like the lights show for... Um, well, the, we knew that like the lights, motor, action, right. whatever, was going to be gone, which is a shame, because that's a cool... The problem Experience, is there's but... a lot of land there. Yeah. If they do this well, yeah. like even like I'm not a Star Wars fan. Like I, I like the idea of Star Wars. I've just I never grew up with it, so it's hard for me to jump into it in my twenties. Yeah, that 30s. excuse doesn't fly. But with me. I know it doesn't. Because I didn't grow up with Star Trek and I like Star Trek. But you don't like Star Trek the way I like Star Trek. Agreed. I'm with Daniel on that. Yeah, but I um, still really like no, Star okay. Trek. Yes. I mean I watched Star Trek Spock on my own the other day. All right. 
Okay. Here's the thing. At some point soon, you're going to find it difficult to move around. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So how about when you're non-mobile, mm-hmm. we'll just have a Star Wars movie day, and, and we'll see if it sticks. We're going to start with four, and we're going to go right through the six. Well, you skip one through three. I just, I just about, said that. Or how about this? Yes. How about you do Machete? What? Oh, what's that? Mm-hmm. That's one. The, machete, that's two. Machete viewer. What is that? That's, do, it's, it's episode three. It's four. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, two, sorry, sorry. three. So it's, it's four. Five, two, three, six. You get the first two parts of the original trilogy, which are the most amazing parts. Yeah. You find out Vader's Luke's father. Mm-hmm. So then you go back in time to episodes two and three to see how Anakin became Vader. Mm-hmm. And then you return back to episode six to finish out the series. You just say forget episode yeah, one. Yeah, episode one is... you don't. Yeah. Because you don't like watching me. I honestly, I'm okay is the with the best part of that. I'm okay with the prequel trilogy. I like me. I'm not. Yeah, I like I them like too. The fight with Darth Maul was, makes it... Yeah. Yeah. Darth Maul was good. I will give you that. There should have been more. They, they had Darth Maul the entire <laughs> Yeah, there should have been more of Darth Maul because he was cool. Wait, the yeah. coolest character in the whole thing? Let's kill him off. Yeah, it, right early on. Like, right, right in the first Both movie. Both of them. Um, Mom you know, and I don't know. Both got killed in the first one. I don't yeah, know. The, exactly. the, the, the prequel trilogy doesn't do it for me. I feel like George Lucas completely sacrificed story for effect. I feel like he was like, woohoo, I have all these special effects I didn't have before. And the story is just bad. It, it's so convoluted with like the whole well, trade federation and all this stupid so stuff. It's all facts. Here's the thing. So focus back on, on Disney. Whereas Palpatine has a great storyline. You know? Focus on Disney for a second. So the question is going to be... Oh, you know, how, look at Ryan bringing us back. How, and this never happens. How are they going to manifest it at Disney? Is it going to be focusing on the six movies already out? Is it going to focus only okay. on seven? I, I, I can answer that for yeah. you. They actually have said this. couple fact-check things before I do. I was wrong. That was just getting my hopes up for 44 acres. No. Star Wars Land will be a 14-acre expansion. Right. And Toy Story Land, that will also be built in Disney's Hollywood Studios, will be an 11-acre expansion. So both lands are wow. happening. They'll both be big in size. Yeah. Uh, Disney is definitely taking names and kicking ass with their IP. Um, to answer Ryan's question, the area of Star Wars Land is a world that they are creating. Mm-hmm. And because Disney owns it, it will be canon. So it'll actually be a world that's set in the universe. It takes, I think that the time era in which they are picking is the sequel trilogy, as uh-huh. the fans are being called, because you have the original trilogy, you have the prequel trilogy, and now you're going to have the sequel trilogy. So it's taking place where episodes 7, 8, and 9 are. That would make the most sense, considering this is the current era of Star Wars that we are kind of going through. Uh-huh. Not to mention, like, you know, you're going to want to sell, like, as exciting as having, you know, battle droids from episode one would be, I'm sure the kiddies would more likely want to have BB-88, or B-88, I forget what it is, uh, BB-8, that's what it is, uh, toys instead of old school ones, because it is, you know, for all intents and purposes, Star Wars is aimed at the kiddies, but we all love it nonetheless. Just a couple other things, they didn't really state when they break ground in Orlando, but apparently in California, at Anaheim Disneyland, they'll be breaking ground in 2017. Oh. So we aren't going to see these parks for quite some time. Like, what you're yeah. literally finding, and this is a sad thing, is that when Hollywood Studios, the park it's going into, came into effect, it was trying to beat Universal. Universal Florida had already started you know, building. They decided they were going to beat Universal because they owned the local government. They could get all the permits done very, very quickly, and they beat Universal to the punch. Universal put together the world of Harry Potter, the Wizarding World, and then Diagon Alley very quickly comparatively. I think it's going to be literally like 
it's going to be years. It's yeah. going to be, and the, and the thing is, we can't figure this out. And I say we, you know, Disney fans, they can't figure out why it's Disney. They've been shutting down rides for 18 months. And they're not going to probably start construction. For well, apparently they're working on they're working on things throughout all the parks. And the, well, that's the, the thing with Disney. You have to keep in mind, at least in Disney World in right. Florida, they have four parks that they're they're they doing shut, updates in all of them. Right, but they're shutting down stuff before they have something. Well, to before it. they're even. Well, they're probably trying to save money. I mean, before they're knocking stuff down. But I mean, that well, they're hurting it because the park is. You know, there's less reasons to go to the park because a lot of stuff is not running. But the other thing is, the rumor was that they came out with plans for Star Wars Land that was reviewed as pathetically lame. It was like a couple of rides and a restaurant and that was it. And that was kind of what I feared would happen if Harry Potter went to Disney. You'd have a Harry Potter Oh, I'm really glad Harry Potter didn't go to Disney. And then next to it you'd have like a (laughs) restaurant and it would be just out in the middle of the park next to Cinderella's Castle. I mean, Universal did a fantastic job with Harry Potter. So I'm hoping that as the non-Star Wars fan here, not because I don't like it, but because you guys are very hardcore fans, I'm hoping it's an immersive world and that they really take universal competition to heart and they really try and outdo Diagon Alley and they really try and make Yeah, I mean, I don't... I think the thing that... I don't know. I think my initial reaction was not as excited because I was like, well, they're doing a new planet and I I, I think I was more like, I hope they don't ignore all the classic old characters for favor of yet-to-come characters or characters that we'll see in the future because just because they're going to now own it. It's like we still need to have classic characters in there. We need to have Yoda and Darth Vader and the droids. and it, We need to have that. That's why I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't, like, me personally, if it was all just new Star Wars, I wouldn't be as excited. Because I grew up with the classic maybe trilogy. This is the Outer Rim planet where they established the Rebel Alliance Museum or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so you I, can, would, I would you know, say go that in and see the Disney's heroes of the not, Republic. Mm-hmm. What I would say is that Disney's not stupid. Disney's good at making money. Yeah. And if they know that, including the old, cause like, they spent billions of dollars, a billion I believe, on this IP, they'd be idiots not to put, like, Darth Vader's the most iconic villains yeah. in the world of all time. Like, to not sell Darth Vader t-shirts or dolls or, I, I'm not sure how they're gonna have, like, if it, you're right, if it is set in this, the continuity of the new, se- of the sequel trilogy, you can't really go walk up and say hi to Darth Vader. I don't know. Right. I, I'm sure Disney will find a way to Just make, to make it all work. That. Right. To bring to it all together. Because, yeah. yeah. They not only want it, like, they want the kids to be excited about it. But their parents. Their parents. They, they want their the parents, parents, parents to be excited. They want to have the money. Yeah. Here's my concern. Exactly. Like, I went to Disney World when I was 11, then I've gone, what, twice in the past mm-hmm. five years? Mm-hmm. We went, yeah. Twice in, twice in the past three years. Yeah. So, like, that's my Disney geek right there. The thing about Disney World is they just now opened a ride for The Little Mermaid because they saw that was that that made a lot of money, so let's capitalize on that. So, like, 20 years later, they came out with the ride. They're not quick. They do things very leisurely, and their parks are so busy, and every year, like, more and more people are coming that even if the ride isn't great, there's going to be, like, two-hour lines for it. That's just Disney. People so want to go there that I, I hate to say this, but it's like they don't have to really try as hard as maybe they have to. They're, they're going to get the rock. They're going to get huge lines no matter what they do. So my hope is that they don't cheap out on it and they don't say, Oh, you know, let Universal spend all the money. We'll, you know, spend a little bit less. And the other thing is like, remember the podcast? Have, games? You, known, have you known them to cheap out though? Really? 
I mean, in terms of some of the I, stuff, like right now, the big like what they're doing now, they haven't done before. In terms of like the lands or in terms building of like a specific land, like they, that's have, big. they haven't done that. That before. is big, but it's the question of like what they're calling the land. Like, granted, this is Magic Kingdom; it's it's the quote unquote little kids park. But they recently opened this massive expansion of Magic Kingdom, the most popular theme park in the world, and the expansion was a roller coaster, which is. Not particularly impressive. It's this very slow, family-friendly roller coaster. And the line for it is never under 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then they opened a restaurant that's very popular, and they opened the Little Mermaid ride, which is very nice, but it's just a eager, everyday, dark ride. And it it wasn't... It had nothing on Diagon Alley. But that was like... Disney had New Fantasyland, and Universal had Diagon Alley. And one was so much more impressive than the other. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead, Bob. Go ahead. I think you need to keep in mind the target audiences. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're necessarily the target audience for the Little Mermaid, right? Exactly. Right. Well, what so I was... I think the reason why they're probably lame and tame is so that your daughter, when she's five years wrong. old right. and loves... Yeah. So that's probably why. And I think... And not to mention the Diagon Alley thing, that is just literally pure fan service to us as Harry Potter fans. Right. Like, that's... Right. There's nothing really... Well, and what I haven't yeah. been on the, the... The... Whatever it's called. The... The Forbidden Adventure. Yeah. Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Harry Potter's mm-hmm. Pants. I don't remember the name of it. But that's a cool ride, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's a great... Yeah. A, it's a great ride, It also but, has to be nice right. for a 10-year-old. But you have to keep in mind, too, that you're comparing one specific part of Universal Studios, the Harry Potter part, to all of Disney, whereas really the rest of Universal Studios is sort of a hodgepodge just like Disney is. I mean, you have, like, mm-hmm. the Hulk roller coaster, and then well, you come down extent. the street and you have a Spider-Man ride, they and have, then like, you keep walking and you land. have, like, Jurassic Park area. Yeah. I mean, not all of Universal is set up. So that amount of detail as it is right. with Harry Potter. They set out to do something very specific with Harry Potter. They wanted it to be that way, and they did a great job with it. But that was the whole point of it, is that in this one area, you are in the world of Harry Potter. Right. Whereas New Fantasyland, that's just encompassing a bunch of Disney movies. Right. I mean, there's no, there's they're not, not saying like they're not saying yeah. you're under the sea with Ariel and that's it. And, no, and, like, and echoing something Bob just said, what the target audience is the big thing at Epcot, which is very, very, very behind the times. Epcot Center it used to be Epcot Center, Center Epcot. Um, their big ride that they're expanding is they're putting in where uh, Maelstrom used to be in Norway. They're putting mm-hmm. in a Frozen ride. Frozen was yep. big three years ago, so now they're making it into a thing. And it's essentially the same ride that was there before. They're just even the same boats. Even the same, it's basically the same ride. They're just swapping out and making it a Frozen ride. Mm-hmm. And I have to feel like you know what? For all of the and it's going to get the lines are going to be out to Tennessee to get into this thing. Yeah. But it's, it's yeah. the same ride. So I'm just hopeful that they really go big. But the other thing is like we've had conversations on the podcast before, you know, doing production. If we're really into, you know, this TV show that just started, let's throw it on the podcast. We'll talk about it in three years when we get to it because we were so mm-hmm. far, planning so far ahead. And now we're like, we want to do things currently. We want to do things when it happens. I feel like they announced Star Wars, but especially for Disney World in Florida, they didn't even announce, like, they didn't even suggest a time frame. Yeah. This is going to be like, tw- like we're going to be able to bring our daughter there when she's eight and we'll just be opening. So that's the other well, difficult part. We'll see. I'm hoping it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it'll, they're it'll open concurrently with the last movie that they put out. <laughs> yeah. Remember Star Wars? They made like 12, 15 movies. They're finally opening that land. You got to know that they're potentially considering a fourth trilogy. Oh, yeah. They're going to, they're going to, yeah. 
Anyway, if, for, if this, this sequel trilogy goes well, I'm mm. sorry, Star Wars prints money. They're going to make another right. one. And what they oh, should yeah. do... Interesting. What they should do, when does the movie come out? When does the first... It comes out December. this December. When's the one after that come out? Is it 2016? Rogue they want to do one Number like eight. every year, right? The what they should well, do... They switch. It's the trilogy right. movies. Are, right, are, and then standalone. The movies are every other year, and then the Star Wars anthology films are in the off years. Mm-hmm. What they should do to be bold, they're not going to do, but what they should have done to be bold is say, we're closing Hollywood Studios, we're opening in 18 months, it's going to be amazing. And that would fire people up because that's what Universal does. They get everything done. But it's like it's hard to yeah, get but excited. Universal never close the park. But they got the thing up. It's, it's hard to be in. It's equal fan service. It's very hard to get excited for something. It'll be open in eight years. I don't think <laughs> honestly, it's not going to take that long. I don't think it's no. going to take that long. I don't think so. Avatar so took seven years. Avatar is because okay, they're seven breaking. Years. They're breaking land in theory, depending. Because I imagine Episode Eight will release in late 2017. My hope as a fan is that they'll probably start breaking ground in early 2017. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you're probably right. Yeah, it's going to probably be finished right in time for the last film. Which is, it's, I think it's at least three years of construction. If Avatar has shown anything, and Avatar is actually running over, so Avatar will be eight years of construction. So I'm hoping it's on the low end, but... We'll see. We will see. All right. Well, I, I, I have can- other filming oh, news see. real fast. Just two things. They started filming Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts. Invented to find them. Yeah. And Ivana Lynch has a BBC movie coming out. It's called Danny and the Human Zoo. And not only is Ivana Lynch in it, but both the Phelps boys and, and I never know his name, but Rory from Doctor Who are all in it. So. Arthur Darville. That's good. Ah. Oh. Speaking of um, cutting the cord, Danielle and I put an HD antenna in the bedroom, you know, as young and love couples do. Does. So as one does. And the picture came on, and it was crystal clear HD. I highly recommend it. And all of a sudden, it was Arthur Weasley dressed up as a priest riding on a 1950s bicycle solving crimes. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. Is that a thing? It's, um, Father Brown. Father Brown. Yeah. Okay, that was apparently. I didn't know that was a series of them. Oh, good. I had no idea that was a thing because I usually don't watch the PBS. So it was Arthur. He doesn't really fit the description of Father Brown from the books, but he does a really good job. As he has one where he had like a hidden tape recorder on him, and it was like the size of a small refrigerator, like a college dorm. (laughs) Like he had it hidden in in one of his papal things or whatever. There, like it was papal. 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 Anyway. (sighs) Okay. Well, we've got Yay, ten minutes. No, uh, we got a little bit of time. We, we, Titans uh, was really good. Titans mm, are yeah. over. There will be a season Titans. two. I have no idea when. Of what? But it was amazing. Titans Grave. Oh, Volcano. Danielle and I just mouthed to each other at the same time. What the fuck <laughs> is she talking about? <laughs> Okay, well, so have you heard of Will Wheaton's tabletop? Guys are behind the time. <laughs> okay, have you heard of Will Wheaton's tabletop? Right? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yep. 
Okay, well, one of the Kickstarter goals is that if they raise over a million dollars, that they would produce a RPG show, very similar to like how we did the Aurors. Okay. Um, but they would basically make up their own system in their own world. And basically what they came up with was Titan's Grave, the Ashes of Volcana. And then basically he got a couple of his internet celebrity friends and they did 10 episodes of them playing a D&D-esque game. And it's pretty fun to watch. Okay. They like beer. Um, I gotta bring this whole podcast full circle here. My golden party. In the beginning of the podcast, we're like, oh, those people are gonna say, give me 10 likes on Facebook and I'll do this. Oh, we hate them now at the end of the podcast. It's like, oh, give us a million dollars and we'll do this. Whoa. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, I'm not sure. Sure. Facebook likes are a little money. different. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be willing to pay like five bucks to help them make that, but. Absolutely. It's just yeah. Okay, so how do we want to do this? This is our 100th episode. We have planned to talk about all of our favorite memories. We should probably do it. Next time I'm on the show, we'll talk, I'll probably be further along. Just want to very quickly say, The West Wing, I enjoy it. It's liberal propaganda, but I still enjoy it, and it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. Well, how about cheese uh, and pickup lines? There was cheese and pickup lines, you said. I was going to say, I was like, because previous episodes, Daniela said that Ryan used lines from Josh yeah. as pickup lines. And all throughout season one, I keep on thinking to myself, man, this guy's an asshole. And, <laughs> oh, no. and it's just like, wow. Was it? I'm like, it just, it, to me, it just, I'm just. I believe the line. Is Josh or Sam that you mostly use? No, Josh. I, be- I like Sam. Sam. Well, I believe the line I got you with was, your God is too busy being indicted for tax fraud. No, no I also have no memory no. of what we're talking about. Um, did you get to the one with the Gordon Fisherman? I don't think so. I am currently, let's see, uh, let's check Netflix here real fast. It's Marley Matlin, um, Joey I'm Lucas. In, I'm still in season one. Yep. Joey let's Lucas. See. There's a thing. Yeah, I've met her. Yeah, the okay. one, yeah. I'm about a quarter, I'm 11 minutes of 43 minutes into episode 16, which is 20 hours in Los Angeles. You got to, and I have Wooker now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's hilarious. Yeah. Wasn't that good? Yeah. Let me get this straight. Not only did you invent a secret plan to fight inflation, but now you don't support it? Yeah. Great episode. That was yeah. bad. That was a good one. I get all the references to West Wing now. Yes. You, quit, smo- you quit smoking year, years Bob. ago, and you bumped a cigarette on Air Force One for a Bob, do you out. see now how unoriginal he is? It's I'm starting to get it. It yeah. all comes then crashing down. When do you give birth? I'm just kidding. All right. Anyway, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll continue to update maybe the, and the shoot the shit how far I'm getting along because I've seven seasons. I'm usually averaging an episode or two a day, depending on. Usually, I usually watch an episode when I close, when I get home at midnight, and then I go to bed. Call me but, uh, Yeah, I like it. So it's, it's kind of fun to see some of the political agenda that kind of is just like on the undertone. But I appreciate the show immensely. You'll appreciate season three. Well, season three was tough because that's when 9-11 happened, and he had literally no idea what to do, the writer. Because what do you do? Because we've all had this experience, and none of the characters have, so what do you do? So it's interesting how it goes. But call me when you get to the end of season one. Okay, I will. I'll I'll call you. Oh, yeah, give me a buzz. Actually, bye. Honestly, by the time I finish, it'd probably be like one or two o'clock. Usually, I'm finishing around yeah, two, two thirty. Yeah, it'd be about the time that Ryan gets up. Yeah, my <laughs> cat. Oh my god, how did he get up there? Yeah, I that saw that as, as I was in the bed. <sighs> All right, so unless there's any more shoot the shit that has consumed the entire episode, this episode is full of shit. That should there's be the there. Oh, I can't say shit on Facebook. <laughs> Why? Because I'm not Facebook. Well, you can do I do. S- Why? 
Yes, it's an explicit podcast. No, I don't think it can be the episode title. Uh, Oh, by the way, if anyone's wondering, Phil got a little bored at work today, so he sent us new episode artwork, which we're using for this podcast. So if you're on iTunes, you can check it out. And for my fellow hosts here, I'm going to put it up in our uh, feed here. This is just a little something for the kids. Are they allowed to say we don't like it? Because, you know, but no, it's Well, you are, but Phil's listening, actually, right now. And now. And now. Sorry, Phil. I haven't looked at it yet. I asked Phil to be on tonight. He's like, I've got 33 children to feed. I can't. Aww. Okay, so... <laughs> you, you do know, I'm, Ryan, I'm, that this... I'm turning ahead, this see. off because it'll take forever to download it. Post it up in the, in the Facebook feed so I can actually see it. Yeah, that would be a better deal. What? To Facebook Go ahead, Bob. I have a whole list of... (laughs) Go ahead, Bob. Allow me to talk over you. (laughs) (laughs) Just get started. I'll be right. Tell you what. If if it's down, we we should be done by about 45, 50 at the latest. Hold on. I killed the feed by trying to send you a small picture. (laughs) Like what? (laughs) I got it. That's Phil in the mug. That's Phil in the mug. (laughs) Phil in the mug? Okay. Very soft. All right. So while uh, Sue, you know, comes back from Dalek Land, um, as I mentioned, we wanted to take some time to talk about our favorite memories. We're actually going to include clips in the show. So yes, this is a clips episode. An hour and a half in. So I just have to ask this question to everyone: What were your favorite moments of the past 100 episodes? I had a hard time picking my favorite moments because there's all sorts of good things. One of the bits that sticks with me is the end of. The Aurors in 53, when Sue figures out it's Ron Weasley before you say it. I would like to flip the man over so he's at least face up. Okay. And can I do a perception to see if he's breathing? Yeah, or that's fine. D20. CPR, I can't do CPR in the water. You flip him over and you can tell that he's definitely breathing. Good. Um, this, this, is very, this is like very this angry. very angsty right now. I will tell you this. You flip over the man and you are shocked to see who is in front of you. Oh, no. Oh, no. Looking for is not Sam. In front it's of you, Ron Weasley. You see Ron Weasley. How the hell did you know that? <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah. Or there's the very, very first episode, the whole thing with Ryan Hulk that was inspiring enough that I actually made the graphic. <laughs> it's like he holds out. Ryan Hulk. Me angry. <laughs> oh God! There was the moment that Jen thought Wait, that Richard. Oh, this is no, I'm, it was the same episode. It was Jen and the. Okay, it was right. that episode. I just listened to it on the way home. <laughs> it was the incest. My favorite moment is the same episode, so I get to hijack what Scott's saying. This is a post by Richard. It's 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 private. Oh, uh, sure. it's I okay. don't care. I, I don't care because I think it's something that we need to know because we're going to be hard hitting here on Point of View Weekly, the name of which I just remembered. We're going to, we're, we're going to, I, I did, I just remembered it. We're going to, we're going to seriously tell you like it is. So I think this is something that we need to share with the group. Jen meets them. Thank you for your hard work and pulls me aside and says, who is that? <laughs> oh no! No! I didn't know yeah. you were the podcast. 
So I want Jen to learn more about the people around her. So we're going to share something that Richard posted that um, Robert and I are, were aware of, but we just want Jen to know. Sue, are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Fire. Richard, we love you. I'm sorry. We love you. We, love you, we, we go now. <laughs> wow. Okay. I wasn't sure if I was ever going to tell anyone about this, but I thought she was so fracking beautiful that I watched it twice. I probably would have watched it a hell of a lot more, except that... Except that, like, right around the time I found the video, all this crazy shit went down, and I had to leave home. Yes, Chen? I'm just disturbed. Continue. <laughs> Besides the usual? Everyone in my life at that point was wanted by the government, so we all moved around a lot. I'm not saying that I'm proud of it or anything, but it was kind of an awesome time. My friend and my sister never hooked up, I don't think. But I thought there was some serious sexual tension going on between them. Please it was stop! Around- Giving me this awesome slope, actually, a kiss on the lips. <laughs> Sadly, although I guess for the best, nothing ever came of it. We spent some time apart, and I started to get really religious, so I tried not to think of her that way. A little while later, she actually wound up with my friend from before, you know, the sexual tension guy. I can't say I was surprised. But even after she was shacking up with my friend, there was this one time when we were at a party and my friend was inside and my sister and I were outside alone, and it was a really intimate moment. I think something might have happened. Except I killed the mood when I told her that Darth Vader was our father and I had to go face him. (laughs) You get it, Jen? Yeah. (laughs) Poor Jen. It's like a whole new side of Richard that disturbs the hell out of me. Jen? <laughs> Jen? It's Sue not is gonna re- Sue's going to repeat the last sentence. Take your hands out of your ears. Sue, the last sentence again, please. <laughs> la, 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 Jen? Jen? <laughs> Jen, listen to the last Jen, sentence. Jen, listen to the last line. Okay. It was a really intimate moment. I think something might have happened, except that I killed the mood when I told her that Darth Vader was our father, and I had to go face him. Yeah. It's all about Luke. You know, and- <laughs> Star Wars. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not Star Wars. Richard. It's not Richard at all. It's, Star it's Luke. It's yes, Luke. Whose <laughs> alias is Richard? Disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, there's Special Edition 6, which is when you guys are doing all your wonderful things with the accents. <laughs> but I don't have a specific moment from that one, so. Yeah, I have to. Not okay. me pukey. I don't know, but I'll definitely say that my, one, of my favorite epi- one of my favorite bits, specifically from the Aurors, because, first of all, I'll say that the Aurors as a whole is definitely very near and dear to my heart being, you know, one, developing it and creating it, and then playing it with other groups of friends. So it, it's in having to play with you guys, and having you guys be the craziest, most ridiculous version of it yet far, so far. It's funny, because as I mentioned previously in another episode, I'm planning it for another group, and I was thinking about, okay, there's the timer with the water, and blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait, no. The water is not actually a part of the deal. That's just Ryan being Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Weasley almost drowned to death because of me. That is true. Because you blew the plumbing. Yeah, but I definitely love... You guys doing accents, hands down, is one of my favorite bits from the world. Hello. 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 I 
may be Scottish, I haven't decided. Hello, governor. You can uh, figure that out. It'll lay it well. You need to figure that Doctor out. Doctor Who! That's the only thing I can say. If it's yeah. not Scottish, it's crap. Crap. A long time ago. It feels like it. Just enough. There must be some type of charm in the room. Help! Help! <laughs> Eve, stand aside. I'm going to cast Mobile Corpus at Mr. Weasley. Mobile Corpus! <laughs> One of the other favorite uh, stories that just comes to mind now, and it's in the introduction in its entirety, is when we played Scattergories. I think that was probably one of the funniest moments that we had ever had on the show, where mm-hmm. we're all, most of us, drinking adult beverages, and we're just being ridiculous and silly, and I make the comment that I think that condoms should be considered articles of clothing. <laughs> say right here emphatically he's worn one outside the house just as he goes about his business. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> hey, Ray, all those times we spent on spell cast, you thought you'd have my back. No. He doesn't even have the fruit. It's also the same episode where uh, Jen, or Jay, or Jen or Danielle can get Necrophilia yeah. and narcolepsy. And narcolepsy, yeah. 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 Well, they're not the same thing. Yeah. start with nothing. Yeah. Necrophilia is actually. Oh, I should have put necrophilia. Ooh, I like that. that. That's so gross. Maybe that's how you confuse narcolepsy and necrophilia. I do that all the time. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> how do you confuse necrophilia and narcolepsy? Danielle? I don't know. I don't know. They're similar. <laughs> They start with N? Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically reading all the things. Yeah, Bob, I love the whole yes, Those are the ones we remember because we like them and put them in the introduction. Aww. I'm just thinking of the moment that, the, not just recording the podcast or enjoying it, but the, the moment that the podcast actually influenced my day. The setup we have is Danielle and I, we live in a house, and my mother lives in a small unit attached to the house. And for years, it was swapped. My mother still had the whole house that she had lived in for many, many years before we bought it, and we lived in a small little unit. So every day, we would head over to that area of the house. And one day, we had accidentally locked the door from the other side, so we were trapped, and we could not get down into our house and we couldn't get to the cats and they're crying for food and it's horrible there's no way in Danielle has to go to work or car keys all of her clothes everything's out so it's this horrible horrible thing so the cats jumped on my laptop which was down there yeah and started playing the podcast from the night before the yep. week before. And it was the episode where I was trying to explain sports. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and remember, it was with football and whatever the thing is, you kick the ball between for football and doing the Nixon V thing. Goalposts? The goalposts. I called it the wishbone thingy. If you ah. remember this. So it didn't occur to me at the time that I could use screen sharing on the Mac to hack into the other Mac and turn it off. I realized that like it just kept two years later. So while the locksmith is Coming. This big burly man is coming to kick the damn door down to get us back into our house. He's listening to me explain like an idiot <laughs> how to play football. Yep. 
So that is sports. You ne- yeah, because sports good. Nets, yay. Like crap like this. Because the damn cat walked on my laptop and I couldn't stop him. Well, it was weird because we were like, why do I hear you talking from the basement? You're not down there. It's totally like, there's people in the basement. Oh, wait, that's you. And the, and, so the part, and the worst part was we couldn't get through the external door because there was a glass outer door and we didn't want to break the glass. And like the next week, Danielle from the other side just like leaned on it and the lock, you know, just broke. Open. So we could have just used all pressure and we could live in the mess. Damn it. But yeah, so that podcast almost ruined me. I decided sports had to go overboard. Now, I have a rudimentary understanding of sports, which I will share with you now. Now, it's not, now I'm not an aficionado. I'm not an uber fan. But I know enough that I can get by and I can talk to people comfortably about it so that they will never know that I'm not a sports fan, because I hide it very, very well. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what I will do now is I'm going to explain to you how football works. Oh, no. Somebody Googled. To, we, I have Googled nothing, <laughs> Sue. I have Googled if, Please, Sue, you think if I Googled, I would be talking like this? Googled nothing. Now, here's how football works, all right? Both teams line up at the middle. Like, picture the field. In the middle, there's a big line, and they line up at the line, all right? And here's the thing. At opposite ends of the field, there are giant wishbone thingies, all right? Now, picture a wishbone. Now, picture a giant wishbone. There, are, There's a giant wishbone at each end of the field, all right? And there's a line under each of the wishbones that runs parallel to the middle line, all right? We're going to call that the wishbone line. For, for purposes of clarity, all right? And the point of football is you take, there's the football, I call it the ball, you can call it the football if you'd like, and we need to get the ball or the football to the wishbone thingy line, all right? So we, we have one of our guys run with it. Now, the problem is all of those fine young men, many of whom are on steroids, are trying to stop us. So they jump on our person, and it hurts, Bob. It hurts. So we fall to yeah, the man. we fall to the ground as we go. So then we get up, and we, there's expressions that we use depending on where we have fallen on the way to the wishbone thingy. I won't bore you with their names. So that, yeah, you definitely told that story before. What? Yeah, I told it on the podcast the next week. Yeah. So you're like, can you believe what happened to me today? And then Danielle was drunk, so it all got better. Why, hello! Shut up. What episode was that? I don't remember. We wrote it down the last time we talked about it, but I can't remember. It's like in the 20s. We don't really need to remember that. Oh, yeah, we're going to put the clip oh, in right yes, here. No. Yes. We don't. Yes. <laughs> Mrs. Huggles is about to be dropped off at the house. She sent me a text message. She's about to be dropped off at the house. She was at a party this evening. Her boss got transferred, so they went out. I'm pretty sure she's drunk. (laughs) What? She never, ever drinks, and she's walking up right now. I'm going to put her on. I think she's drunk, so let's see. Okay? She's she's waving to me at the door, and she never waves. She's always very solemn, and she walks into the house. It's like she's going back to prison, so here she is. Hi, honey. How are we doing? 
<laughs> so how was your night? Was it good? Did you have a good time? Oh, that's good. I'm, I'm, oh, you want to give me a hug? Okay, yeah, come here. Okay, there you go. There you go. You're dancing. That's so unlike you. Would you like to say hi? We're on the podcast. You want to say hi to everybody? Hi. 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 Okay. okay. <laughs> so this is, this is you. So um, do you want... Did you have a good time, Daniel? They want, you want to, oh, come here. They want, they want to talk to you. Come over here. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. So there's your little headset there. You want to just... Say hi to the... Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, Did you have a nice time? I did. I had a pint of Magners, oh, which God. was awesome. <laughs> I didn't wow. think they made them in pints. Um, the guy handed me a really big bottle, and I was like, whoa, that's awesome. And I had a really good time. <laughs> Can we please save this one? Like, circle the episode title and put a star next to it. Yeah, guys. I had a good night. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Good. How'd you guys have? You have fun? Well, we're we're, having, we're about to see how we would do in a zombie apocalypse. Are you interested in how you would do? I think you should just have a Magnus and everything okay. will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if I had two? <laughs> I may have to leave early tonight, kids. Um, <laughs> oh. um, yeah, if we're going to bring it to the talking about condoms. Just listen to the intro of the episode. What's the one C-O-M-E, Jen. That's three letters. Three. Three letters. C-O-M-E, Jen. Well, it's in the intro, and Bob is laughing so hard, and he's like, oh, "I want to go last." Is that the the condom one? That's the also oh, that, that, that. Was that scat? Was that only pulls from one episode? Oh, uh, was that categories? I can't remember. At, no, it, was categories it's well. me. I pull all the clips, and then Ryan puts them together. So don't blame Ryan for this. Whoa. I've never heard anyone say that before. I don't know how to deal with this. Whoa! <laughs> I was listening to episode five today, trying to find the part where, because my favorite one is when we ask Jen if Texas didn't succeed, and she says no, because then we'd just be Mexico again. The Texas should secede from the United States. By no, I don't. <laughs> anyway, because so... Because then we'd just be Mexico again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. I laugh every time I hear that one, no matter what, how many times I've heard it or anything. So that's my favorite. But in trying to find that one today, I found the one where 
I was telling about driving the carpet staple through my finger Ooh. <laughs> and making poor Bob throw up with Ooh. my description. <laughs> oh, no. That still disturbs me. Because that one squicks so many people out, I won't pull that clip for you. Aww. I'm actually thinking back to some of the stories Sue's told that's horrified us just tonight, the one about the baby in the safe. But um, I'm, I'm even picturing when I was picking Sue clips for the season one intro, I think, I don't know if they were perfect weekly clips because we hadn't done a lot of episodes they yet, were, but it was the yeah. one of you like finding a dead rat and throwing it in the, yeah. and a dog ate it. It's like, why is this in the introduction that she said nothing you else? You should have it in the field, but then didn't want the dog to get to him. And yeah, didn't yeah. want the dog to eat it, so then yeah, I threw it in the trash and then we I found a really large dead rat. I should have thrown him in the field, but I didn't want the dog to get to him. But unfortunately, then the maggots come. But, you know, Mm -hmm. at my house, if we have maggots, we just take the trash can out and put it in the chicken field, and they eat it right up, and they have a grand old time. I just scream like an eight-year-old girl. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then we have Ryan getting gout and kidney stones. Yeah, I was going to say, there's the episodes where everyone got sick with, like, major sickness deal things, and that's all we talked about for, like, a good two months. The thing was hopping around. I hopped around for a great deal of time. And I have to point out to Danielle, so this will get live on air here. Mm-hmm. I did vow years ago. Yes. That, that if we ever ended up in a situation where you were, you know, delivering a child. Yeah. And you use the line, you have no idea what I'm going through right now. I was going to bring up the gout in the kidney stones and the so other So you're going to bring up the 0.7 millimeter kidney stone and compare it to our child's head? I'm just thinking. Because that seems, yeah, that seems fair. I'm just thinking. That seems comparable. But there's also, <laughs> there's, the, there's the difference in, like, exit size as well, so there's a whole thing there. But the other thing was, I may be willing to back off on that, even though there was the issue with, with oh, you can take that out yourself, and the Chatty Cathy doctor I had, and all that, and the whole other thing. You know, I'm willing, just out of graciousness, not mm-hmm. to bring that up and give you the day. Uh, okay. Yeah, I just want well, to know that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, I forget. Daniel, have you gone? No. Um, I think my, I mean, my favorite was probably definitely like podcasting from Oregon and playing Cards Against Humanity. Um, so weird. It was just a, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Where's Scott? Scott, what's that smell? That smell is either peeing a little bit, <laughs> grandma. <laughs> <laughs> or poor people. <laughs> you know, it's nice having more than just me and Ryan in the same room because it's, you know, it's just an experience to be there in person with your fellow podcasters. And obviously it would have been great if Bob and Scott could have joined. Maybe someday we can do that, but it was maybe a lot when, of fun. Maybe when we all go to Star Wars land and Yeah. yeah. Or whatever. And just, Five years from now. Exactly. And just to say this too about favorite moments of the podcast, and I don't think you can just, I know we're doing Point of View Weekly, but we've also been doing podcasts in some form for all these years. I think the coolest thing about the whole thing, this is what I was kind of saying in the beginning, is that we're all like a family at this point. So like when we were talking about who's coming to our party in a couple of weeks, we wished you all were. Yeah. Even though, like, you know, if Scott came, he would never be able to leave, because every time he comes, they, like, won't let him leave the country. And I want to <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> he, gets, he gets stuck here. <laughs> yeah, he gets stuck. It's like, he, the, the Canadians won't let him go back. But, I mean, that that's the thing. We would, like, if we could make an idealist of people we would invite, it would be you guys. 
Mm-hmm. And oh, I, I, yeah, plus, I just want to you know, like Jen, record. like Jen, and mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I just want to say for the record, when I do find a girl dumb enough to marry me, you are by the. Oh, I'm just saying. That's great. I hope I don't have to play this for her in the future. Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) You'd be like, no. I'm I'm literally going, I already have, like, this is horrible that I'm actually already planning out seating arrangements for a non-existent wedding. For the the poker table? My goal would be to have a internet table, which would mostly be you guys. Yeah. And then maybe, like, a couple other people from Spellcast. Just don't put me with, don't put me next to Gwen, because we didn't get along too well last time. Okay, I'll just, I'll just tell you now. Yeah. Gwen would not be invited. Quinn, I hope you're not listening. So, yeah, that was... Yeah. No. I'm not that close to Quinn. She's an amazing voice actress, and I love her help on Spellcast over the years, but I'm not that close to her, unfortunately. I told you about... I told that story. Actually, that's another favorite moment. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast. I'm pretty sure I have, though, where it was after Azcatraz, and I'm there with a bunch of, like, the organizers of Azcatraz, including, like, Heidi and Gwen and all these people. And then, like, somebody, like, found out that I'm a conservative, or at the time I was a Republican. Okay. And, like, someone cornered me, like, to, like, so, Robert, we hear you're a Republican. And I responded with, you know, there's certain things I have learned about fandom that are so controversial you don't talk about. You don't talk about religion, you don't talk about politics, and you don't talk about Snape. <laughs> they all laughed. And they totally for- they're all so drunk they totally forgot about it. Exactly. What year was there that? There you go. What year was that? Probably, like, 2009. You know, it's so yeah, interesting, though. So many people I know who called themselves conservatives in 2009 are voting for Bernie Sanders. This is weird how fast things change in the world. I would vote for Bernie Sanders if he was the only one running. Well, then, there's, the then there's Bob. Then there's me. Then there's Bob. As long as... Long as conservative voice on this podcast. Bob, as long as you don't vote for Donald Trump, we're fine. Yeah. Oh, I hate Donald Trump. Okay. Can we, hear, yeah. we are in agreement. Can we get a text in somewhere, if you're listening, write in that you weren't planning to vote before, but you'll vote for someone other than Donald Trump, because we have to counteract Jen's vote, apparently, so just let us know. Okay. I just want to say this. A friend of mine had posted something to Facebook a little earlier. This is just a friend of mine locally. Nothing to do with anything poofla, but I just want you to see if it reminds you of anyone, all right? It's my friend. Um, she's a single mom. She has a nine-year-old son, ten-year-old son. Just saw Fire Engine number five and endured my son's teasing. He loves to reminisce about when we first moved to our new house and I started to bagel fire in the toaster oven. I panicked, <laughs> knowing my new home would soon be up in flames, and called 911. By the time 911 connected me to the fire department, the fire was out. I had to beg them not to come, but, well... The rest is history. Thanks, son. I get to relive the story at least once a month. Aww. I have to feel like as much as we're a family, there's potential Pufuanians everywhere. We just yes. need a better recruitment department. Yep. <laughs> Aww. Definitely. Indeed. We have. Is there any final yeah. moments you want to share? Go for it, too. Well, there's also Bob talking about going on his trip and Jen wanting to know if he's going to become a man. Oh. Oh, yeah, in the woods. Oh, that was days. funny. Yeah. Going into and, the woods and to become a man. Going into the woods to become a man. I'm going really to become like a man. man. Instead yeah. of the segment, we should have just played the intro. Oh, my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? Well, we're going out to uh, Bass Lake, uh, which is not oh, too far. Uh, it's not drive. You're not going to Yellowstone, is that correct? No, we're not going to Yellowstone. We are okay, so like, far. they have to go and do their, what's it called, their walk? Because they're Aborigines. <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? No, it's just a church retreat. Jeez. 
I actually I have to play all of them. <laughs> just play them all back to back, and we go left half of the Actually, I think we should play all the introductions in the beginning of the episode, which that is an idea I was going to pitch to Sue, but hey. We'll see if that happens. Or not. <laughs> I actually have an idea. I think it'd be fun. Just have like twenty minutes of intro. People are gonna be like, "What the hell is the damn show start?" <laughs> Let's do it. Never, never. <laughs> we never ever start. The, uh, For some reason, I have the episode seven tab open, but I don't remember what it was that I was thinking about with that. So, oh well. <laughs> now I need to check that out. Let's see here. com. Why does episode two egg slash death come up? <laughs> what did we do in episode two? I don't remember. Eggs. And there's eggs and eggs death. death. We fried eggs. What? What happened with death? Mm-hmm. And we tried. Uh, Jen tried to fry one on the hood of her car, and it didn't work. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe she thought that would work. It's like not hot enough. Come on. She was nine months pregnant. Someone, photo- someone photoshopped Jen's face on Paula Dean and put up a fried egg. Yes. That's great. Oh, and those that's, were so much fun. That's great. I'll never forget the first episode we had um, when we were talking about Naked Man and the Wii, and Bob sent us a picture of, like, a child, like, with his butt up in the air, like, on the Wii. Yeah. And after the podcast, I Googled, like, Naked Wii, and, like, the picture oh, of a little kid came up, and it was off, like, someone's Facebook page or whatever. I'm like, oh, my God, we can't be listening. <laughs> ran in and ripped it off. So you're wondering where that well, picture went. You'll never find it. Maybe parents shouldn't put pictures yeah, like that on I'm like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Really? Just as a note, I think episode seven is also the episode where Jen had Emma. Okay. I don't know if that was why you had okay. uh, Scott. But apparently there was a that might have been. Harmony rant. How cool is it, too, that, like, we have clips, like, I know it's a perfect weekly clip or a Peoncast clip of, like, we break in because Ryan, I just called, I'm talking about myself, Donald Trump. Uh, I called Sue because Jen just had Lee. I'm sorry, at- I have to interrupt you. We what? have a baby. <gasps> we do! Really? <laughs> Yay! Oh, Elvin Dork is here. Oh dang. I didn't get the Oh, day. my gosh, oh, my gosh. So who won the bet, then? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Podcast history. Do they have a name or like His wait? name is well, Lee. Yeah, His Lee. name is Lee. Do we have a wait? I'm getting this from Ryan. What do you expect? Oh my god. <laughs> name, Ryan. Did he post it? Yeah, he did. Congratulations, Jen. Seven, five, 20 inches Weasley hair. Oh, <laughs> hair. <laughs> Yay! Oh my god. And Jen's doing okay then, too? And... Oh, they've even got a banner up already. <laughs> oh, they do. <laughs> oh, so the first baby of Poofa. Oh my gosh! She promises to have lots of videos up as soon as the drugs wear off. <laughs> Why wait? Look, we have that recorded. The baby, yeah, that's a, We were recording Potterfic Weekly. That and time. I love that I have Jen on the line when she was pregnant with Lee, going, "Well, James wants me to call him Lee Russell, and that's just the stupidest name ever." <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> that, that, that is, in fact, his name. <laughs> oh, yeah. we get to do the cutaway me. moments like the Muppet Sky is saying are a terrible idea. Oh, I don't like the shows where they do interviews because, you know, they do the individual interview where someone says something and then they cut back to them saying something completely different. It's just a terrible gag. And then they cut back to him saying, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like we could do a lot of those episodes with (laughs) Pofa and Point of View Weekly things as we go through them. I feel like we're just going to drive directly over Sue for the rest of this episode because we're like, okay, time to go. Sue's like, I've got 12 more. (laughs) Oh, my God, Sue, you're the new Mike. 
What? Oh, thanks a lot. Okay, hang on, I'll fall off the table. I was talking, okay. I was talking okay. to Phil today. So you got five minutes to list off the rest of your. Well, I was talking to Phil today. I was talking to because Ryan's talking. I kept saying I had to explain Mike to Phil because he wasn't here for. Like, how do you describe Mike to somebody who hasn't met him? Like, he's kind of like a rather large man. You're very, very tall, and he, he thinks galleons are real. It was very funny. It just you had to be there. There you go. Did you have to do all that on text, or did you actually talk to him on the phone? I talked to him on the phone. Just, I was going to say, that would be hard to describe on text. I'm going to pull us out of Point of View Weekly and take us to Potterfic Weekly for just a minute. Because we all know that Ryan likes to separate church and state, in Ryan's words, or podcast and work. But mm-hmm. in the early, early episodes of Potterfic Weekly, there is a clip of Ryan saying, I was following somebody that I knew to work today, and she parked and I parked, and she got out of the car and she said, you know, I'm listening to you talk on your podcast, and I look in my rearview mirror and you're behind me, yes. and I find that disturbing. And so at some point, you didn't actually have separation of church and state. It was one of the earlier ones. I remember who the coworker was. I don't remember why I gave her a particular episode, but there was something in there. But also, my actually, my current boss now, actually, he did a segment with Lady Chi. He called in and asked, like, a mailbag question. So I have broke separation of church and state at least three times. Well, twice, and the other one was... I never have. Was Beth trying to find it. I never talk about it at work. Because they just wouldn't understand. Oh, I always talk about it. Wouldn't understand. Well, Beth found the first thing, and then she didn't think it was that. So then she went around and checked every other podcast out there and didn't realize. Well, that's how we got the one gay unicorn, so that was kind of exciting. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do remember. I'm in a related field of work, so I can tell people I do a podcast, and they go, oh, cool, and not think I'm weird. Well, actually, the thing that popped up today, I put it on my Facebook today, I posted it like one or two years ago on today's date, was um, Scarlet, I believe it was Scarlet, photoshopped me onto a jet ski. Oh, Scott, you did it. And I had posted, I have like the best podcast staff and listeners like Mm -hmm. come up with this stuff. I'm like, wow, I was really open a couple years ago about the fact that there's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I like the part when Ryan said something, I don't know what, but and Jen says, Daniel, you're not close enough to smack him anymore, are you? Daniel's like, oh, yeah, I am. Go ahead and smack him. It's, okay. it's also in the intro. A lot of our stuff, well, the intros are 19 hours long, so yeah. we're going to find a few Because we try and find the, the funniest moments to put in our intros. Yeah. Yeah. Small problem. So. In within one episode. Mm-hmm. Small problem. Yeah. I'm a horrible person. Or we just, you know, put <laughs> all of the intros of other episodes into an intro. <laughs> the, the clips <laughs> that I have for intro number one is 11 minutes and 8 seconds. So That's we have a lot of clips. Long. We had 11 minute intros? And oh, no, that was the clips that no, you pulled together. you cut it down. Oh, yeah, thank God. I just gave you all the clips and you cut it down into something. Oh, thank yeah. God. I haven't had a chance to come up with clips lately. I've been busy. You said stuff. With other things. I've been busy listening to Critical Role. Mm-hmm. That's fun. I don't need to do that. But I'll have to watch the next one tomorrow, I guess. Ooh, I can maybe watch it. I'm fascinated listening to Bob try and, like, roll the outro music for the last five minutes. It's, just, it's amusing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, as I've been told He's myself, waiting. Bob is the one on the date who's like, trying to, like, yawn so we can put his arm around the well, girl. No, because <laughs> like, no, I, I have people showing up at my house in ten yeah. minutes. Oh, no, we can. Yeah, Bob's having a party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm hey, all your favorite moments in the alphabetical world. Mystery, murder mystery parties. But, 
right, Bob, get us out of here, Bob. Those are so brutal. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it for the 100th episode of Point of View Weekly. We hope you've enjoyed this extended edition of the show with a lot of shit in the shoot the shit. And that's a lot of, that sounds really disturbing now that I said that out loud. But hey, we hope you enjoyed the little mini clips episode at the end, which now reminds me I have to go find some clips after my friends go home tonight. Oh, well, it's going to be a fun long night. But until the next time, which we are not sure when that will be, hopefully sometime next week, we should let you guys know on our Facebook, or you should be sure to check it. Blah, 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 blah. I can't even talk, damn it. Uh, you can find out more information about the show at our usual places, mainly our website at www.pointofviewweekly.com. Be sure to check out our other family members of the podcast family of podcasts, of Pouvoir, Perfect Weekly at perfectweekly.com, the Pouvoir Exchange at thepouvoirexchange.com, and then our Twitch channel at twitch.tv backslash plays. I think that's all of them. We <laughs> The family can all of them are linked to from all of the other ones. So if you find one, yes. you will find them. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. But until then, we hope you've enjoyed this show, and we'll catch you guys next time. Oh, wait, that's not the right line, damn it. Oh, wait, that's right. From all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios in Fargo, North Dakota, I'm your host, Bob. Four more years. Four more years. I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Danielle. I'm Scott. And I've been Sue. Thank you, Sue. (laughs) And we will catch you guys next week. (laughs) Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Sorry, had to do it.